Welcome, this is Beyond the Here and Now. I'm your host, Antonia Lau. And this is the show that will take you a moment to wrap your heads around new thought, new thinking, new ideology than you've been taught to think and to believe about yourself, about the world around you, and your place in it. Today's topic, we're going to discuss proper preparation for the cataclysmic major earth changes. Now, that's a mouthful, isn't it? And the first thing you're normally going to tend to do is to pull away. Because that part of the ego, or the prideful part, can't conceive of what I'm saying when I said major cataclysmic earth changes. You see, unfortunately, psychologically, we just want to go with the next day the way it's been before, the same belief system, the same plan that we have then we feel in more control. When things change outside our control, many of us will tend to be insecure, anxious, and that should not be the choice of emotion. Now, our governments, world governments, have been talking about that inconvenient truth, which we found was strange. We thought, wait a minute, what was Gore telling us about? Yes, the changes in the Earth's temperature were gradual, and the gradual incline, and how it affected things as we were seeing. And, of course, then we were led to feel very guilty about it being our fault for all the pollution that we had created on a personal level, not realizing it was the corporate pollution that partly contributed to that. But if you were guided to look even closer you found that scientists had noted that every single planet in our solar system was heating up at the exact same degree. Even its changes in axial shifts were at the exact same degree. Now, how can that be? If we're just just dirty people, which, yes, humans can be. Now, it's important that you have to understand just because it's inconvenient the way your life is today. This is what your soul actually planned to witness, experience, or lead up to at this time on earth in this life. There are no mistakes that you're here. You actually asked to be here at this exact time, in this literally monumentous time in earth and human history. Before this time period or before your birth, souls were clamoring from all parts of the cosmos to incarnate exactly at this time on Earth. Applications were going in far and wide. And no, this is not a theory. You know, on this show, I don't entertain theory. I will only espouse or say it after it's been proven, after lots of research and confirmed and confirmed and confirmed. This is actual, not what they teach you to believe how your existence started or began. So once you placed your application in, literally, you knew that this was all going to happen. You got to see all the changes that were happening for humankind, the world, and all the planetary systems around her in the cosmos. And you ask for that application, hopefully that showing your plan, what you want to do this life, what you want to clean up, soul growth that you're going to produce, and how you're going to use those talents to leave and use the world or leave the world better than when you came. Not use, as some people did. Now, it's interesting because all those souls were clamoring throughout the universe for this moment, this auspicious time. And there was one requirement that rang through. One, 
those that are here on the planet had had to have been through Earth cataclysm before and excelled. That was the criterion. That is why you chose. So while your human side or left brain or the 2% of the brain that we keep using thinking we know everything thinks that it was just here to have this nice little experience, it was here for much more. Much more. And so now you see it happening on the Earth herself. But you know right now we're in a three-dimensional world. Everything happens in threes. Literally, nothing goes untouched. If one physical side is touched, it affects us mentally and or spiritually. And vice versa. So you see all these changes. But ah, don't forget our lovely world governments and our powers that be that control how we think, act, work, and live decided that we could get the New Age, New Thought people out of the way by letting them believe that if they thought about these changes, it would bring them on. Oh my God, it would attract them. The law of attraction. So they made them get out of the way. And that's literally those light bearers, those light workers, those people that are perceptive and intuitive and aware were pushed aside. Oh, I can't even think about it because it now attract the event. So let's just focus on the spiritual side. And so that is how the powers that be in their propaganda that's controlled everything managed to push aside the New Agers. Oh, let's just meditate. Let's just think love. Yes, it's exponentially expanding. But do you really think about all the tragedy, all the horrible har harshness that happens through Earth, through other humans, through our planet herself, through the atrocities on animals? Do you really think that all this energy, even though we're inclined, that's wonderful, is going to wipe out the other side, that darkness that's part of our uh, the other side of the world. So what ends up happening is they've got them out of the way because they're going to sit somewhere on a cliff and meditate it away. Yes, uh-huh. And that means that they fell for the propaganda. And there are going to be 80% of the people that won't do a darn thing to prepare. 80%. 80 percent 80 and that's our normal bias. 80% usually sticks their heads in the sand. 80% come sheeple. Oh, it can't be. It won't be. Because they can't fathom or think or wrap their heads around the fact that it's opposite or arbitrary or exactly wrong from what they were taught to think and to believe. So you understand this state of stress everybody has you in from the government changes, the financial collapses. All this is a part of a plan that your soul knew was going to come and experience. And you promised before you were born to the divine universe that you would exit it in the highest way possible, either by transitioning out of this life, completing it, being reborn elsewhere, and I mean reborn on the astral, and until another time when you choose another opportunity for Earth School 101. Or you would complete by going right through this moment, being one of the leaders, using an opening and resonating where the soul promised before its birth to help and to show others how to live safely, be safe, not only be safe, but thrive and then rebuild entire infrastructure through these major events. You've been led to believe that those mountains and valleys you see have been there for thousands of years. Millions, in fact, that you were told by the scientists of old. Unfortunately, scientists realized that those changes, they thought, happened over millions of years of progression in time on the planet. 
yes, out of her 4.5 billion year history. But science has just realized that those changes happen instantaneously. And then they stay like that for thousands of years. So the beautiful Grand Canyon you see absolutely ran flush and full to the top and to the brim with water. That's why it's so beautiful. And then you see those layers. You also can look at Salt Lake City and see those layers. You can literally look at different areas. And I'm not sure you realize the beautiful Mediterranean Sea that now has naval ship, shipping lines through and, and it has all kinds of travelers from all over the world through. It's a wonderful point in the world, Mediterranean Sea. But did you know that scientists realize now that it was made from the waters all of a sudden pouring from Canada straight over there while everybody was farming in their little fields and wiped it out in 15 minutes. 15 minutes. So because it doesn't fit our time frame or our plans that the ego is set for self, we like to push it off and not look at it. So one in ten will prepare. And I'm hoping more will properly prepare. I cringe every time I see preppers or those shows, doomsday preppers, because all that time and energy, their souls know something is happening. They're not quite sure, so they're all over the place. And I can tell you, after 40 years of researching, there are several events happening, a series or a symphony of events that are going to be taking place over time and happen. But it's out of your news, out of the range of your news. You used to hear about five-point earthquakes elsewhere in the world. <laughs> no, you don't. There's so many. You used to hear about six-pointers. <laughs> no, you don't. Because there's so many. You might hear an occasional seven, but there's so many of those now. All these earth changes have exponentially expanded. Last year, I went on a site that shows and correlates all the volcanic activity. And I counted earlier in that year, and there were approximately 35, yes, 35 active volcanoes. Now, you might have heard about one or two, Mount Fuji and a couple of other you know, places in the Philippines, and you thought, okay, a couple. No, there were 35 active volcanoes. That was last year. So as guided to take a look a couple of weeks ago, did you know that there are over 72 active volcanic active volcanoes on the planet, your home, today? So you have to understand with the advent of more earthquakes, it's not because they put more sensors out, good thing they did, but what happens is because there's more earth change or earth activity or physical change, you now watch and see your spiritual changes. You're becoming aware the subject is, can, can be discussed now. 20 years ago, um, it was mildly discussed. 20 years before that, hardly ever. Okay, a small faction. But you're increasing in your understanding of what spiritual knowledge might be. Might not have even touched upon it as yet. But looking forward to learning a little more, perhaps. Or you're in-depth in it from another time period when your soul radiates all this energy to inspire many others. Okay, but... At this time, all those components are happening. You see, mentally, we don't take the garbage normally um, that the governments are giving us. No, we're not going to do that. Why should you have $50 million and we have $2 for food this week? What is that? So we're starting to question, and that's that mental approach. We're starting to see all these variations about how we've been lied to, how we've been suppressed, oppressed, subjugated, enslaved for the benefit of a very few. 
a very few soulless wonders. I don't want you to be upset with them. I do want you to be aware of them. I don't want you to accept what they do any longer. But I do want you to wish them more light, more awareness. It doesn't have to be this life. It's when they're ready for it. But that they are your brothers and sisters, unfortunately, as well. So it's important that you understand as we go through this phase that you have to do something because you certainly realize your governments could care less what happens to you. Look around you. One month without your job, you're in a pickle. Worse, I'm trying to be kind. Look around you. Look at the people around you. Look at in, the U.S. is filled with for sale, for sale, for clothes, for clothes, for clothes. All planned. All planned. Because the powers that be wanted to make sure through all these earth changes, this symphony of events, that they would get the bigger bounty out of it and be able to come out the other side, the better half, the better group. So you have to understand something. They forgot. Oddly enough, third world nations have been used to not doing anything at all or doing li very little. They did everything they could. They could walk 400 miles for some water. They can walk a day for water and bring it back. The elite can't. Powers of be can't. So all that they put us in, oddly enough, is they've made you stronger. So if you can look back and remember that your great-great-grandma and grandpa came from somewhere else and ventured and, and, and tackled a whole other country, a whole other place, a whole other land with a pioneering spirit through buckboard, through walking, through the Bering Straits even before that, if they could do it, so can you. This is Beyond the Here and Now. I'm your host, Antonia Lau, and we'll be back in just a moment. And we're back. This is, of course, Indy 100. Why is crime out of control in L.A.? I don't know. I, I don't know. Because they don't have the Burbank police. Hats off to our hardworking men and women of law enforcement. Okay, guys, you can stop running that radar gun when I get off work. 20 years ago, the Americans with Disabilities Act was signed into law. It helped renew the promise that here in America, we're defined not by our limitations, but by our potential. As we celebrate the 20th anniversary of this historic legislation, it's important to remember that we're still fulfilling that promise. We've come a long way since 1990, and I'm committed to making even more progress in the years ahead. Visit disability.gov to see how you can help. Brought to you by the American Association of People with Disabilities and the Ad Council. If you're a veteran of Iraq or Afghanistan, like me, coming home can be harder than expected. But it turns out I wasn't alone. At IAVA.org, there's a free online community of thousands of vets who've got your back. Whether it's managing the transition home or everyday stuff like finding a nice sweater for my dog. Sweater? Okay, maybe not that. Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America is there for you. Join our community at IAVA.org. We've got your back. Brought to you by IAVA and the Ad Council. With all the major changes on the earth going on, earthquakes, sinkholes, strange sounds, birds, fish, dying, all this volcanic activity, all this earthquake activity, just because it's not in your backyard right now, doesn't mean all this happening around the planet around you isn't going to affect you. Please, prepare properly now. You may think the world is okay, but let me tell you, there are lots of changes for Mother Earth right now. 
Magnetic North is no longer where it used to be. Look deep in your research or take a look at mine at onlyoneplan.com. Learn the sequences of events. Learn just what to expect and just how you need to properly prepare for all the events coming. This is a real event, not a comet, not an asteroid, much greater and bigger. Don't let the elite and the governments prepare without you preparing as well. Yes, they have their bunkers ready. Onlyoneplan.com Stop rationalizing. Indie music all the time. time. Indie 100. And we're back. This is, of course, Beyond the Here Now. I'm your host, Antonia Lau. And you can find more about me and these changes at my new website at onlyoneplan.com. Now, this is important because today's topic, we're talking about proper preparation for the major earth changes um, fast approaching. And I am honored and very happy to have my online guest with me today, Marshall Masters from Y-O-W-U-S-A, Yowza USA. How are you, Marshall? I'm excellent, and I really enjoyed your opening. Thank you very much, Marshall, for saying. But you, you just really, you get it on, you just hit it on the head. And <laughs> you know, what I find is, as you go into this topic, it is transformative. You have what they're, uh, the, the mystics call the Kundalini Ascension, mm-hmm. and uh, when I first started doing this back in 1999, mm-hmm. I was born heart geek. I, you know, <laughs> I was a Spock wannabe, live long and prosper, logic is tweeting bird. <laughs> and that was me. And today, uh, wow, uh, if the Marshal of 1999 were to see me today, he'd go, ooh, you're one of those. <laughs> uh, well, we're happy you came on board again. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I'm here. And the transformation is uh, quite a process. And, you know, what I have found in all my years of research and uh, all of the thousands of people I have corresponded with and spoken with yes. is uh, I keep coming back to that one statement, the meek shall inherit the earth. Yes. Now, if you look up the etymology of the word, you go back to his 12th century root, what I can tell you as a catastrophism researcher is that is the profile of survival communities that will make it. Ah. So the term, the meek shall inherit the earth, is correct. That is the right profile. If you go, if you look at the modern definition of the word, it's misleading. And there's a lot of misleading disinformation out there to get people off the track. Definitely. But what, what else I find is that all of the people I've spoken with who have had dreams, visions, and premonitions about earth changes, impact events, tsunamis, uh, they all have things in common. There's a real consistency. First off, they're good people. Yes. They're all salt-of-the-earth people. They're not jerks. They're not trolls and morons. Uh, these are the kind of people you you know, you want to have as neighbors, really. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, they're very kind, very considerate people, gentle souls. Uh, they see many of the same things. You know, there's this recurring theme of tsunamis, tornadoes, earthquakes, and it also tends to be region-specific so that it's something that is relevant to them at that point. 
Now, I believe what's happening is that these people are chosen, if you will, to receive this message. Not that everybody is willing to... It's one thing to get the message. It's another thing to listen to it. Yes. That's why I say, you know, destiny comes to those who listen and fate finds the rest. And so those who do listen to it and begin to explore it, and they're the ones that ask the question that terrifies 99% of the people out there. What exactly am I looking at? Or what is the meaning of all of this? Because once you do that, you're on a path of uh, learning that is difficult in stages but rewarding in the end. And these are the folks that are really being chosen to facilitate, to be leaders, but also to be advisors, healers, contributors, uh, to play an important role in the survival of the meek, of the people that we need to have make it through to the backside. Because the elites, they own this world. That's right. They, it's theirs lock, stock, and barrel, and anyone thinks they can take it away from them, it's a fool's game. But what happens after this is not theirs. They know that. They know that the only way that they can win is by bluffing. Exactly. And so the people who are chosen, the ones who are having the dreams, visions, and premonitions are wondering, you know, oh, hey, thank you, universe. I really needed this dream that is etched into my memory like IMAX clarity. Thank you so much. Why? (laughs) Well, it's because you're playing an important role because the principal body of survivors that are going to come through this are going to be folks in their 20s and 30s, principally in their 20s. Yes. And I can tell you that when I look at the demographics of the audiences that have followed me traditionally over the years since 1999, it's people between 45 to 65. Exactly. uh, Your 20-somethings are completely oblivious to this. They're they're out there checking out what Beyonce is doing. Exactly. <laughs> they don't want to know about this. Exactly. But they also are going to have the natural strength and resilience to endure. And so that's the reason why my focus is now on what I call the backside elders. This older generation that is going to make it through and serve, be in service to these younger folks uh, through a number of different ways, whether they are medicine men, medicine women, they understand farming, gunsmithing, communications, but they're going to bring a very valuable skill to these survival communities. And along with that, they are going to bring an understanding of who the elites are and how they will beguile. Exactly. All right, on the backside. They're going to be the ones that are going to be quietly saying, you know, they can any all they want, call their hand. They're not even holding two pair. That's right. And (laughs) call the bluff. It's as simple as that. And so that is the focus in right now of what I'm doing and working with people to help them prepare. Uh, As to the vast majority, you know, it's, Unfortunately, human beings tend to cling to the bliss of their ignorance like jealous lovers. Exactly. Exactly. And so there's really not much you can do with that. Um, I, you know, I'm continuing to do my outreach to 
the newbies, and that's the reason why I brought out my recent series of videos, Planet X 101, which just go to planetx101.com and you'll see all four of them. And what I've done is, in about three hours of instruction, reduced what would normally take the average person about three years of continuous study to yes. accumulate. <laughs> And because time is running shorter, and we have to time, really prepare. Time is running short, and the thing is that for those of you out there, I just really want to take a moment to talk to those of out there who have had the dreams, visions, and premonitions. Mm -hmm. You haven't started getting these yesterday. For most of you, you've gotten them early in life. And it's not been one incident, but it's been several incidents. And it's always been this jarring thing to lurch you forward that's always been uncomfortable because unlike no other dreams, you know, that you have to, you, know, you wake up and you immediately get your book and you write them down yes. before you forget them. No, once yes. you have a prophetic vision or a dream, it's etched into your memory. Yes. And you remember it with IMAX clarity. Yes. You're there. And uh, for me, that was certainly the case. So, what, um, what I find it's a transformative process. What, what I find is uh, because the powers that be have raised them, the 20 to 30 year olds, to just look at the, uh, how can I say, the black and white, that's all they're accustomed to. But I find that the, uh, the older generation is peppered with star seeds, that generation from the 1950s on. And what they've done is uh, they absolutely have seen the government lie. They've seen them steal and, and been cheated. So they're more cognizant and more aware. They don't fall for the dream. They don't fall for the, the how can I say, the, the disinformation. And then you'll find, of course, that the sheeple will. That will always be the case at 80%. But right. that, so I want people, even though they're having those dreams, if they're mentioning it to someone, I want them not to convince them through argument. I, I easily say if someone doesn't realize we're going through these major changes, just especially since 2003 when I noted it, just look at the where the sun is setting. It is setting what is in the northwest. But if you pull out a compass that hasn't been com uh, not a smartphone compass, a manual compass, six dollars at the at, you know camping compass, it will indicate the new west is not right. where it used to be. So that will make them think. But don't waste energy or time arguing. I always say just move out of the way for the rest of us. You do your thing, finish up what you want, and let us do what we did, but act on that um, by finding like-minded other individuals, as you were stating, that same right. quality. Right, and it's also a situation where you're much better to invest your time now into preparing yourself to become a backside elder. Correct. That uh, you need to acquire skills and to learn things that are going to translate into a survival community in, uh, you know, afterlife as we know it has ceases to exist in the, what I call, post-Walmart era. Correct. And, uh, <laughs> You know, a lot of young people don't know. I mean, if you want to grow potatoes, just stick one in the ground. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> it's it's simple little things like that. Uh, but it's also finding uh, you know, ways to treat people. It, the big problems I see coming are going to be disease. Mm -hmm. and 
So working on natural remedies for antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal. So they won't spread through your community. Yeah, so they won't spread through your community and wipe the community that's out right. after all that. That's right. So that's where, you know, my focus right now is, is to work on those skill sets and helping people so they can bring those survival skills. And it's important because once you bring survival skills to a small community, I mean, if you're 60 years old, you're, you're not going to be able to go out there and dig bunkers all day long. Exactly. But. If you know how to help the people who are digging those bunkers to deal with the aches and complaints of that and how to make them safe from infections if they cut themselves, you now are a very valuable member of that community. And this really heralds back to the vast experience of humanity uh, where, you know, in our modern society, it's, it's really terrifying. I see so often for parents and grandparents who themselves are in planning and preparation and their children are going, oh, you're just nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and they're really afraid that if he, they keep pressing the issue with their children and grandchildren, what they're going to hear is, you know, if, you st- if you're going to be uppity, I'm just going to put you in a home. That's sad. That's sad. And that is the real fear. And so we don't, in, we don't venerate... Uh, we ventilate. <laughs> <laughs> we don't venerate that wisdom. We're going to pause for a little moment. We're going to come back. This is Beyond the Here and Now, and we'll be right back with you. All genres, all indie, indie 100. Attention, indie music producers. StudioMixLessons.com is proud to present the three simple steps to amazing home recordings. This is a 100% free video training series designed to help you get the most out of your home or project studio. Visit StudioMixLessons.com today to learn the secrets that will unlock the full potential of the gear you already own. StudioMixLessons.com, making great music sound amazing. Indie 100. And welcome back. This is, of course, Beyond the Here and Now. And I'm very happy to be with my guest here today, Marshall Masters. And the topic today was proper preparation for the major earth changes as they are encroaching upon us. And Marshall, you were saying in the last segment there's a tendency to not venerate the wisdom that comes from the older age ranges outside 30. But you remember 13 and 19, uh, 13 to 20, we thought we knew everything. Then at 20 to 30, we thought, okay. And then we realized, oh, no. And then at 30 to 40, we thought, wait a minute, we got some clues. So wisdom, as through historical data and through the ages of humankind, is a prize. That's why the little white wigs in, in Europe, because if you got to be that old, you must have been doing something right. Now, I like the fact that the that age range from 45 to 65 have experienced or grew up in the time of the Depression when they had nothing. So they could take and make, a, what is it, nail soup and all the kind of stuff that we... So the, the children today or the kids today or the 20 to 30-year-old group today, they're not aware of the fact that this is how you live. You can't just go to the store and get it. That it can be made and from nothing you can make, whether it's clothing, whether it's articles to live in a house itself, kind of like the Amish. So that kind of wisdom isn't apparent. The Amish make their own nails, right? So that kind you know, of knowledge. The Amish, uh, they do fabulous work. I you know, lived up in Ohio for a short time, and 
every housewife there, her dream was to, you know, during the winter to get the Amish to come in and do her kitchen cabinets. Mm-hmm. And because mm-hmm. what they could do with wood was just simply magic. Mm-hmm. And it really does go to natural skill sets. I think an important thing, mm-hmm. that, you know, for the backside elders to do is to reaffirm for the younger people what their real capabilities are because they've really been taught, you know, if you can't buy it at the store, then you, that's, that's it. That's it's right. Story. It's right. Well, you know, when we think about all of these alternative energy, uh, free energy devices, uh, you know, natural cures and remedies, there Fire are a here. lot of wonderful things. Yes that are available but are suppressed by the powers that be because it's in their economic interest. So you invent something that makes free energy, they're going to crush you. If you come out with something that can cure cancer, they're going to crush you. Yes. Anything. I mean, it's just, and our healthcare system, for example, look at what happens on the television ads. They don't talk about our product cures the problem. They say we treat the problem. Treat the if symptoms. If you cure it, you don't have a repeat customer. Yeah, that's correct. Western <laughs> if you treat medicine. It, you have someone you can bleed. So I, I have to say, with the, literally what you were saying earlier about the healing problem, the probabilities in communities coming up, the need for bioresonance healing or to address alternative methods of health and healing are a necessity. Now, you know, as we go forward, I I wanted to discuss, because there's a lot of disparaging differences about um, those cosmic bodies that are affecting the Earth. And we hear about Nibiru, Wormwood, Hercolobus. uh, It has several names, Planet X. And the naysayers, oh, it doesn't exist because our government says it doesn't exist. But I've watched your work, and Marshall, you've got a ton (laughs) of information about how it exists and how it moves. Can you give us a little more detail about that? Yes. Here's a real simple overview. We live in a binary star system. Yes. And the smaller companion star is in a long elliptical orbit. It's a racetrack pattern, if you want to think about it. And when it's going, it takes the, it takes it around the sun and then back out to the furthest reaches of our solar system and back in. And when it swings around the sun, it passes through the core of the system, and that's when it creates a lot of grief for us here on Earth. And we know that's happening because uh, the sun is already responding to it, and every planet with an atmosphere is showing surface perturbations. Yes. have been for some time. Yes. So it's, it's happening. And if you really are, you know, if you're aware, you know we have increased seismicity, we have increased volcanism, there are sinkholes, the signs are everywhere. everywhere. That is if you take your hands off your eyes <laughs> and you can see it. Um, you know, do you, do you literally have eyes that see and ears that hear? And that really is the issue. A lot of people don't do that. But uh, this system is coming in. Now, at the core of this system is a star, it's a brown dwarf star, and it's very dark, very dirty, and, and almost I- incredibly difficult to see. For example, uh, astronomers first began theorizing about these things in the 60s, but it wasn't only until 88 that they found the first one. Uh, they found a lot of them since then, since they figured out how to look at them, but they used to be called black dwarfs, mm-hmm. all right, mm-hmm. uh, because they just... These are a star that doesn't, 
they don't have the mass to maintain a nuclear furnace like Seoul. Mm -hmm. And so what happens is there's just this huge iron dust cloud that envelops them and it blocks out the light. And so you really don't see them until they're really close in. They've got to be close in before they're visible to the naked eye. And this star, this companion star, which is probably about five times the size of Jupiter, has its own planets and moons. And uh, depending on how you count, you know, depending on how you define a planet, five to seven. Well, it's what we call a mini constellation. And it is coming through our system and the outermost planet, the outermost orbital as we call it, is a planet called Nibiru, mm -hmm. uh, which we've also referred to as Planet X. Uh, this is something, there's a tremendous, there's a lot of names in it because there's a lot of folklore across the planet. So we have names like Nibiru, Hercobolus, Frightener, Red Star, Destroyer, Dragon, and so forth. Mm -hmm. All right. Wormwood, so that's yes. the reason why there's a lot of names and it can be confusing, but a rose by any other name is still a rose. Mm -hmm. And so it all comes back to Nibiru. Now Nibiru is what the ancient Sumerians called it, and that translates to the planet of crossing. And that's how it does, because in this mini constellation are a species called the Anunnaki. That's right. And according to the Sumerians, they created us to mine gold. Yes. And, you know, I can tell you, when I was a young man in college, uh, I was out prospecting for gold on the weekends in Arizona, mm -hmm. and gold fever is a high like no other high. <laughs> I, uh, you know, to be honest with you, I could have the most incredible movie star, in the actress, starlet in the world, standing in front of me, completely undressed with champagne and strawberries and the whole thing going, hey, handsome, and I, and if I know I've got an hour left to go pan for gold, I'll say, you know, just put it on hold. <laughs> That's how powerful, you know, gold fever is. And yet there are things more valuable than gold, and we don't get all crazy funky about it. But gold, we do. So to me, the Anunnaki story makes sense. Yes. But let's get back to the physical side of it. What's happening is that right now, this mini constellation is opposite us on the sun. All right? Mm -hmm. And the celestial mechanics are difficult for people to think of because we want to compare it to objects that we know, like comets and planets and moons. But this is something that doesn't comply with our, with with the laws, you know. The our universe. limited parameters, yes. Yeah, you know, the universe is unfolding as it should, but not at the speed of human expectations. There you go. <laughs> and, you know, so think of us, we're on a carousel, okay? And the sun is the center of the carousel, those, you know, those wonderful mirrors you usually have. And uh, there's, on the opposite side of us, on a horse is sitting, you know, Nemesis and Nibiru and these other planets, and we're on the other side of the carousel, and we're rotating around. And that's, you know, if you can put that in your mind, that's what's happening. Yes. And that's so we're continually dancing around each other. Now, it's not a perfect dance. What's happening <laughs> is that we are very slowly merging towards each other, all right? Yes. And it's not that this dance is perfectly timed. And so what will happen is that when Nemesis reaches its point 
uh, where it's closest to the sun, all right, it goes into aphelion, Mm-hmm. which is that means it's going to be heading south mm-hmm. going back down out into the furthest reaches of our solar system and this is when the three rules of premium real estate apply <laughs> which are location 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 <laughs> where are we in relationship to it and the sun when it is coming on its way southbound to head back out to the furthest regions well now, the last time we had the flyby was the Ten Plagues of Exodus. Now, that's, we understand that from that's the right. Colbert Bible. That's right. And in the Colbert, the ancient Egyptians describe it, and it's not airy-fairy. It's not like, you know, the princess shot the golden arrow in the sky in the Huchawuta, you know. Right. Big, no. <laughs> I mean, you read the ancient Egyptian account, it is like man-on-the-street report. And... What they tell us is that it is such a terrifying sight that men become impotent and women become infertile. Now stop and think about it. What could possibly scare the sex out of a 15-year-old? <laughs> All right. That's what, that's what it's going to be. So if you're not prepared for it, Oh, it's going to really hit you. And what the Egyptians say is this is when we're going to go through a period called the Great Winnowing. And what it really means is if you're not prepared for it, if you are prepared for it and you are in a mindset of love, you're in service to others, your chances of surviving the Great Winnowing are extremely high. Yes, yes, yes. But if you're not prepared for it and you have fear in your heart, you know, there's only two real emotions. There's love and there's fear, and everything is one pastel shade or the other of the two. Very good. So if you have fear in your heart, whether it's anger, uh, it's greed, it's avarice, any of these negative fear-based emotions, what happens during the Great Winnowing is that this event is going to amplify whatever is in your heart many times over. So a lot of people are just simply going to die from instantaneous heart attack. Exactly. Well, they're going to flicker out just like light bulbs. Blink, 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 boom. That's it. And that was the plan. That was the plan for that particular person. They may have had a choice, but since they followed that choice, that's the outcome. We're going to pause for a little break and be back with Marshall Masters in just a moment. All genres, all indie. Indie 100. Advertise your product, business, or website worldwide to Indie100.com's 8 million unique listeners at awesome preferential rates. Call us for details at 818-381-4902. Again, 818-381-4902. That's 818-381-4902. Choice of the iPod generation. All music, all genres, all indie. Because music fans deserve better. Indie. Indie. 100. And we're back. This is, of course, Beyond the Here and Now. I'm your host, Antonia Lau. And it's been fantastic today with my guest, Marshall Masters. We've been talking about the major earth changes that, yes, are upon us, folks. And Marshall was just talking in the last segment about those, that component that is main component of survival is this need of service to others. 
You stated that so well, Marshall. That is the component. And then action to properly physical prepare. And you are all about that. You have on your website. And please say the website again for them. YOWUSA.com and they can also go to onlyoneplan.com, my website. Uh, there are several out there, but we try. You have a multitude of bulk of information. I have tons of things in video, and I keep putting your adding up for them. But they have access, so they know how to act. But, Marshall, you were saying that that component of service to others is necessary. It is absolutely necessary because, think about it, if you're in service to self, what, you want to sit in a bunker for two, three, four, five years watching the sound of music and wondering, you know, who's going to dig you out living in fear? That's not a life. But if you see this, you know, my expression is be in it for the species. This is about the evolution of, evolution of our species. And if you're having dreams, visions, and premonitions, it's because you're going to be a pivotal player in that evolution. Exactly. Exactly. And so, you know, you have to... Uh, step up to the plate, and that's real important. Now, knowledge is important, mm -hmm. and so the fastest way to come up to speed on the science side of this, because I'm a former CNN science feature producer, good, good. watch my videos, Planet X 101, and you can just go to planetx101.com, and the videos up there, they're on YouTube. Start with who, what, why, where, when, and how. And then go and watch Deep Impact. And after Deep Impact, you want to watch Nibiru Nearing. And then you want to watch Pole Shift. This is about three hours of programming that's going to concentrate what would normally take you about three years of learning to do on your own. Now, that is the science component of it, and you need to do that because it's going to give you a sense of mastery of the topic that's going to give you confidence. But in terms of preparing, you need to take personal inventory of yourself. What do you have as a skill set already, or a skill set that you can expand on that is going to be valuable to a survival community in the future? You know, if you're already, for example, you work with metal, uh, you're a gunsmith, these are obvious no-brainers. If you're a ham radio operator, you're going to be valuable, especially if you know how to uh, grow food, exactly. garden, and, and herbs, and things like that. Uh, these are useful skills, but paramount is you need to understand how to use whatever is going to be available to us without a prescription. You have to get pharma free to do this. And because modern medicine as we know it has a three-day lifespan. After three days, the diesel fuel is out in the generators and the hospitals right. close down, and that's it. It's catch as catch can. And there's going to be a lot of disease, a lot of bugs out there. So there are ways to find natural remedies to deal with that. And that is what I am doing in particular, especially with my new effort, which is called feelbetteronyourown.com. Excellent. And... Uh, that's my emphasis right now is helping people to get that but you know first off acknowledge that you're having dreams visions and premonitions because you are important and step up to it shoulder the responsibility and commit yourself to walking humbly with your God by being in service to others because this is the path 
There's no other path. And the second thing, get your mastery of the basic scientific concepts. My videos, exactly what I have created them to do is to help folks to do that. That's, That's right. planetx101.com. Watch all four of them. When you're finished, you're going to understand everything you're going to need to know in order to move forward. And then do your personal assessment. Ask yourself to say, you know, if I walk into a survival community of 20 and 30-somethings and all I really have got is a hungry belly and a walker or a cane, you're out of you know, there. <laughs> maybe they're going to give you a few beans and send you on your way, but you're not going to be useful. But if you can walk into them and say, look, I know how to deal with, uh, you know, viruses, bacteria, you know, how to uh, keep wounds from getting infected. I can deal with lice, I can deal with a whole range of issues, comfort and health issues, all of a sudden they're going to say, hey, have a seat, have some beans, tell us more, all right? And this is going to be your entree, your skill set is going to be your entree into these young survival communities. And after that, you are going to slip into the role of the elders that we have known for the vast majority of human history and that is they're going to come to you for advice and here is where you tell them look with the elites they're going to come up from out of the ground they're going to offer you medicine they're going to offer you all of these seeds that they've been stockpiling that's right as long as you sign on the dotted line to become slaves just say thanks but no thanks go away all right but also reaffirm that they can do things that they would think otherwise impossible. You know, they don't have energy companies stopping them from inventing free energy devices. They don't have big pharma stopping them from inventing new medicines all and this. cures. You don't have all these elite powers that are saying, we don't want you to innovate, which is what human beings naturally do, because it's contrary to our financial interests. You're we're going to be free of those controls. And so nurture that spirit of innovation. That's correct. Because nurture that is that. what ushers us into the new age or the golden age that's to come. We have that's to initiate it and open to that with that freedom, that sense of self for service to others, not for sense of self only for service to self. Marshall, it's been fantastic to have you on the show today. There's so much more we could talk about. You've got to visit Marshall's site as well as my own onlyoneplan.com, uh, yowbooks.com, feelgood, is it feelgoodnow.com? Feelbetteronyourown.com. Feel be feel These are essential for you getting through these components. And, you know, it might be important for you to stay a day out there and um, plan your iPhone and iPad, but, you know, you might want to take just a little bit of time every day or each week, a good amount of time for the information that we're offering for your benefit. If you resonate, it's for you. Marshall, as a guest, I want to thank you for being on the show, but I want to give back for myself and to let the audience know, as a professional psychic, this information has come from my deep research as a metaphysical researcher, a speaker, lecturer, but as a psychic, I'm psychic, clairvoyant, clairaudient, but I'm a hard and fast skeptic, always have been. Psychic since childhood, I've done over 50,000 readings in my career, and many of these earth changes have come through that kind of connection to the, the cosmos, to the divine universe, and it has come to 
to pass over the 40 years that I've been watching right on or dead on. So I respect and admire the, the universe trying to help us at this time. And so in my work for a service to others, I'd like to offer you that, a mini reading on the air. A real reading is a one hour long. They can call me at uh, inthesecretgarden.com. That information is there on that website. Or they can go look and uh, join as a member on onlyoneplan.com uh, for information that way. But for you today, I'm offering you one specific question. And literally, I hear and see the person's guide, guardian angel, no kidding, that fourth, fifth dimension level they're going to show me the answer how it affects your life and all about it and this is how I do a reading I just confirm with the tarot astrology numerology palmistry graphology I know those sciences very well but that's partially man-made your guide so to speak knows you much better than I do and through the years it's been confirmed um, I, my clients are celebrities, doctors, lawyers. They stay clients for many years because of that level of accuracy so do you have a question today for me Yes. Uh, the question is, what will the role of extraterrestrial races be in this coming tribulation? All right, that's a little general. Do you want to know good to bad ratios? Or do you want to know, will, will we align more lightly with the light? Here's one that it would be specific. Okay. When the Anunnaki return, are they coming as friends or foes? Very excellent. Let's ask the one you want. Let's ask if they've learned in 3,600 years if they'll be coming as friends this time. Isn't that what you really want to know? Yeah. Okay, let's focus to the divine universe, not to me or you for the answer, because we're human with the 2% of the brain that we're using. Direct that question non-verbally, please, in your mind, directly that way. In the coming of the Anunnaki at this time, will it be as friends to the earth? Please think it to them, the universe, not me or you. And then say, stop shuffling whenever you'd like me to stop. Excellent question. Stop shuffling. Thank you. Now, this is just a third point of confirmation. I use the Toth deck, always have. Uh, it's actually to train the pioneer or God's eye to the divine universe. But I hear and see. They literally put me in the person's body. I will feel it as they would physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. They will also be showing me scenes about it in detail. And I just confirm with all the other matter or methods as well. Um, on the pathway ahead of the answers, yes, I knew. Yes, they said there was a split long ago, that part of Inke that loved uh, humans and Anu that did not. But this is the, I was hoping for this in 3,600 years, I had not asked. Please, have they learned their lessons? The answer is yes, it shows me a real satisfaction, a glowing, a difference. And they show me they're proud not only of their technology, but their advancement personally and on a soul level, which is something we weren't uh, sure of before. I'm not kidding. So it shows me our fears are unfounded. We'll start certainly have them at first, but then they will be realizing that that's not the case. I'm not kidding. Out of 78 cards, this is the best card in the deck that's laying itself down, the sun. And it's showing me God in the universe making every area of our life wonderful. And I'm not kidding you. It shows you really want the success this time with the mission, so to speak. They realize they say they're errors from the past. But this, we're going to take this off the air as we're running out of time. But Marshall, thank you so very much for being with us today. Beyond the here and now, you can go to my website, onlyoneplan.com, to learn more about the Earth Changes or, or Marshall's yowbooks.com and many others. Marshall, thank you so very much. Thank you. And I want to wish the audience all the best. We play favorites. The song you are about to hear is an actual independent music submission. Cindy 100.
I'm opening and hoping we can grow.